Hello and welcome to Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. I'm Connor from the House of L, joined by guest Rebecca. Hi. And uh, thank you very much, Rebecca, for coming on last minute. Uh, So, we're covering DC Comics Presents Superman number six, team up with Green Lantern, and I guess there's been like some Superman news, Uh, I am picking up the Night Terrors main series and maybe the Superman tie-in as well, I have not read Space Age yet, because I've heard... It was disappointing, <laughs> but I oh, will. Really? Yeah, oh, I will read it. Yeah, uh, beautiful art, though. Yeah, they're a really great, great art, Mike Allred, I think. And uh, there's that Superman Lost series coming out, which I'm also going to get, but I haven't read it yet, even though I'm very dubious about the premise. And yeah, that's oh yeah, and Crypto apparently is going to be in Superman Legacy. Uh, you know. I don't really feel either way about that, so I guess I'll just see the movie when it comes out. Uh, and I think that's about it for Superman news. Well, that's all that I care about anyway. <laughs> so, you know, oh god, <laughs> hear me out. Just, uh, you know, just you're gonna have to deal with it. I know what he's doing. It's not um, for you. No. So. Uh, DC Comics Presents 6. So just to keep the tradition alive, we're going to fly to Metropolis. Up, up, and away. Yay. We're in Metropolis now. So, yes issue six written by paul levitz kurt swan and francisco caramonte are the artists ben art is the letterer jerry serpe is the colorist and julius swartz is the editor so this is a series we visited before and uh, i generally enjoy it every time i don't think there's been like an issue i thought was bad but i mean this issue's not bad but i, I was a bit disappointed and I think it's a very funny one that we picked, not by random chance, but kind of randomly. Yeah, so I'll I will let you know why I was disappointed. Yes. So yeah, um, so we have so the story is called the Fantastic Fall of Green Lantern, and it's. We start off in, like, a press conference, then Lois and Clark are getting awarded for their distinguished careers as reporters, and Clark goes, whoa, whoops, oh no, and falls over and knocks Lois over. Everyone rushes down, and of course Green Lantern crashes exactly where they were, and that is... Oh, that's quite quite nicely done. You get to see, like, uh, Clark being clumsy um but very on purpose and save everyone i love that i love that little trope or whatever about superman you know he's clumsy yeah but he like you know just acting clumsy as clark kent saving people with a civilian identity and 
Of course, Green Lantern knows that Clark is Superman in Pre-Crisis, which is uh, fun fact if people remember our Neil Gaiman story of Superman, Green Lantern, Green Flame, whatever. Uh, he got a lot of grief because in that story, when he wrote that, they knew who each other were, but by the time they right. published it, it was in Post-Crisis and they you know, oh, so Green Lantern didn't, yeah. didn't know his identity and editorial was like, blah, 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 and gave him a lot of grief over it, and it was hard to get published or whatever, or mm. it was supposed to be longer or something, so that's when Neil Gaiman's like, I'm never working with superheroes again. And, I mean, yeah, it's pretty dumb, like, who cares? <laughs> just make it out of continuity or something, yeah. you know, or just have them find out their identities, like, it really doesn't matter that much, and as, as time has passed, it matters even less, because they're constantly changing, and you know they gotta stop being so obsessed with continuity but anyway yeah he's like in front of everyone Hal is like Clark take the Green Lantern ring yeah. and Clark's like oh you know. uh, why me I don't understand yeah so he's he's kind of making a goof of himself and then he uses yeah. the Lantern ring to project Superman to you know, oh, he gets to terms with it extremely quickly. Yes. To being able to do something very useful with it that isn't green. Yeah, I I was a bit surprised. I'm not I'm not like I'm not sure it works, but it was funny. I'm not versed enough in Green Lantern to know like why why isn't that Superman green? Can he? Like mm-hmm. I, I thought he could only manifest green tinge things. And everything so... else that he does in this is so yeah. Yeah. So. Because, like, usually it would just be, like, he calls a Superman robot from the Fortress of Solitude, and that comes in. Yeah. But, anyway, he flies off, and everyone's like, oh, Superman will take care of it. So, yeah, Clark's got the hang of the ring, and he tracks, you know, where Hal came from. And we have, it's Star Sapphire who took him out, which is, like, probably, like, I think her and Sinestro are, like, the most famous Green Lantern villains at this time. That makes sense. And she is, like, Carol Ferris kind of possessed by this alien. Yeah. yeah. Who's, like, obsessed with Green Lantern. I've read, like, a couple of her stories, because I have this, like, Green Lantern collection, but it's a little confusing to remember. Um, yeah, no, the old one is definitely confusing. The new one, I can't remember. I'm not, I've not read it, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. So Clark goes to fight her. And, you know, she's clever. She pins him to a building. And he can't, you know, he's like, oh, I'll just flex my muscles and break out. But he can't because, like, it's a it's a crucial support tower holding the building up. So if he breaks yeah. it, then... Yeah, it's actually really smart. Like, he could yeah. easily break out. But no, he's like, uh, he would kill people if he ripped this building to shreds. So then, once again, shows how proficient he is with his green ring. Yes. To come up with a solution. Quick thinking, and he, he gets the... He makes, like, these big green uh, chain clippers and cuts the chains. So this is, like, a Superman... Again, I I always harp on about this. A Superman that's smart when he's fighting. Like, mm-hmm. he, he has experience. He's clever. He comes up with clever solutions to problems. Yeah, and, there's definitely some of that in this, which is great. Like, he never does that in, for instance, Superman and Lois. Like, he just doesn't do it. He just, like, walks in and gets hit and then needs to be rescued. And it's so frustrating <laughs> to, to watch. Because I'm like, this Superman's smart. You know, he, 
like have him use his powers in creative ways to get yeah. out of problems. The guy has, you know, heat vision, super breath, super speed, like all this stuff. I'm sure you can come up with fun things where he can save himself. Combinations, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, instead of having to get rescued by Steel for the millionth time, or Supergirl, or Superboy, or John, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> just turn into an idiot. <laughs> but anyway, uh, and you'll see an example of that, minor spoiler, in the new Superman and Lois episode, which will be out. Oh, uh, which I'm really enjoying, actually, that mm. show. But that that's my one complaint about it right now, is just, like, A, Clark's a bit of a noodle, a wet noodle. Yeah. And, like, he just seems kind of useless as Superman a lot of the time. Like, he won that fight. He won, like, one fight, and that was cool. But a lot of the time, he just kind of runs in, gets hit, and needs to be rescued. Because, like, he's a dummy who doesn't know how to use his powers in creative ways. He's just, like, a thug. Just comes in, er, punch, heat vision. Yeah. Oh, no. He doesn't even think to do any thing. Yeah, and this is supposed to be a Superman that's, like, had an advanced career. So, a lot of the time I'm watching Superman and Lois, and I'm like, how did this guy live so long? <laughs> you know, how did he how did he beat all these villains? Has, has he had any, like, big villains that he's fought? Like, I feel like Brainiac and Zod would curb stomp him. But anyway, so, back to this. Uh, Star Sapphire grabs the ring off Superman. And, you know, that's all we see of Superman with the Green Lantern ring. Yeah. So but we do get to see him in that ridiculous outfit at the beginning, which is hilarious. Yeah, but that, that was a big disappointment, because the cover led me to believe that the issue, like, Superman was going to have to be Green Lantern for the issue or something, mm-hmm. and we didn't, like, we but barely no, it's very, got that. very brief. She, she almost immediately takes the ring back. Yeah, so that was, that was pretty disappointing, and she disappears, takes Hal, and Superman can't find her, and he's like, well, I could waste time looking everywhere, or I could, you know, report... <laughs> so, um, he because he's like, I need to go to work, and uh, I, I, I mean, I guess he knows that he'll be able to track them later. So, mm-hmm. but it, it's yeah, a but little still. funny. Um, and he's reporting on the abduction of Green Lantern, and then these guys are watching him, and they don't come into play here. So maybe they're setting up for a later issue. Because these stories, like, they do have little story arcs. Yeah. Uh, but this, I guess this is setting up something in the background for the future. But, yeah. I, I also it's really It's quite like, a nice yeah. little one and done, though, really. I mean, like... It is. Um, yeah. It felt satisfying enough in its story. Yeah. Although some of it's, like, crazy. When you discover her motivation... Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah, she wants to, like, make him her king. She wants to make him marry her. Yeah, I guess the Zamorans. I don't know. I don't know why, but <laughs> because I don't. I know why Maxima wants to marry Superman. I think. Um, I think they they have slaves, and the bottom is right becomes a slave. Because the, the, there's Maxima, who's a Superman villain, gets a lot of flack. He's like, mm, sexist. No, it. She's a. Right, she's a space queen. She's horny. Yes, but. She, her whole motivation is she wants to mate with Superman. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. Because she looks at Earth and she's like, look at this dude. He's super powerful. He's got Kryptonian genes, last of his race. I want to start, like, I want to make a child with him to have this super powerful legacy. Like, that, <laughs> it makes sense. She's a queen. Like, you know, yeah. it's just, 
Bronze Age mentality of just, we'll take what I want. Uh, but, yeah, so, but this is, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, it might be like what you said, she just wants him as a slave or something. It's, it feels very, like, Silver Agey. Very. Like, this feels very. like it could be written in the, a lot of this feels like it could be written in the 60s as opposed to 1979 when this was actually written. Wow. Yeah. Did you think this was older than it was? I didn't uh, know. I just, yeah. I, I, no, I didn't. I did think it was older than it was, but I'm still... Because it feels older. crazy still, yeah. Because, you know, 79, I think we'd well moved past some of this style of storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like it's, but um, anyway, uh, Clark is tracking them. And he, you know, he matches, like, all the... I mean, he does it smart. He look, he goes to the Justice League. Again, he's, he's being smart. He's doing the uh, investigative journalism thing. Yeah. She also needs to do that. But, um, yeah, he... Because he, mm-hmm. he just looks in Green Lantern's files, and he's like, all right, I'll look at her files on this uh, Zamora planet, figure out where it is, and then map the possible trajectories, and figure out the most convenient one, then just pop up there, because I can fly through space. So, <laughs> you know. And he does. He's waiting for them when they arrive. And then she throws a comet at him, which is <laughs> awesome. Uh, or it's like a comet manifested by her powers anyway. It's not like yeah. a real comet. And, you know, they fight, and he's, like, throwing the remnants of the comet at her. Again, like, you know, there's always... These these old Superman comics, there's never just him punching the bad guy. They're always both using their powers and stuff, which is yeah. something you would think is little, but I feel like it's really important detail um, no which, i agree it's it's nice to see him using a little range of them as well including his entire yeah and it, it obviously it works when you give him like these really powerful opponents you know so yeah yeah uh he sort of he like stuns her and he takes the ship down to this planet i don't think they're on zamora no no i don't think they are either yeah, terra firma and well that just means um solid ground He's not, he's not quick enough to take the sapphire off her. He's like, so she, then some other dude stuns him as well. And that'll yeah come into play next issue. But Superman stuns. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, we just seen a little clip of him earlier. Yeah. Hal, so we'll know it's someone else. Yeah. Hal gets his ring back and distracts her long enough for Superman Oh yeah, he he wakes Superman up by manifesting a tap, and then which is great. <laughs> it's like you know, a tap with water and yeah, <laughs> splashing water at his face. So Superman uses his super breath to suck the sapphire towards him, and then zap it. Uh, yeah, zap her crown and suck the sapphire towards him again. Nice little you know teamwork from Green Lantern and Superman, both using their yeah. powers. It's a nice hug at the end. Yeah. And um, we get to see the next buddy. Yeah. Who is uh, some weird looking dude. Uh, but Superman and the Red Tornado trapped in the quad, the land of ultimate evil. Uh, I won't bother explaining what That's quad where is. That's they are. Because it's confusing. <laughs> but it's like the antimatter universe or whatever. Okay, cool. So that, that that's sort of where I think... Uh, like. Uh, rough, uh, I might be misremembering, but um, Quad 
Like, that's where they sort of got the Crisis on Infinite Earths thing from, with the anti-universe and anti-monitor. So, it's like a Green Lantern thing. It started off as a Green Lantern thing, but yeah. Um, anyway, uh, 17 pages. So... Pretty sure. Yeah, sure, that was... It was fun. And it had... I thought it was sweet. Yeah. You know, it had the team up, had a happy ending, Carol's back, um... We find out a bit about Green Lantern's love life because he's rejected by Carol. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I kind know. of like that. That the the reason that he didn't immediately, like he didn't succeed, was because even though he loves Carol, she keeps turning him down. So when Star Sapphire started saying, "Come marry me," there was a bit of him that didn't quite have the willpower to say no. Yes. Yeah. So it was neat. Um, again, I just I wish we got more of Superman with the Green Lantern ring. Mm. I know we get that in other places. I mean, there's an entire Elseworld where he's a Green Lantern, but, um, yeah, you know, fun, fun for what it was. I'm never really disappointed. Well, even though I just said I was disappointed with this, I'm never left feeling disappointed. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Except I think for the Zatanna one. I don't think, I think that was disappointing, but I read that in my own time. So. That's fair enough. A civilian one. Yes. And I, I like, I always like Kurt Swan's artwork, even if he was like. Yes, and I like Green, I like Green Lantern, so yeah, it's good to see, see him. And you know, once again, Superman being the one they can, he can come to trust. Yeah. Simpler times. Yeah. Simpler times. The Super Friends. So that was the issue. Uh, We'll do ratings. I guess we'll rate it out of Green Lantern rings. Oh no, let's do Star Sapphires. Uh, I'm going to give it... I mean, I, I always rate on like a sort of scale, so I'm going to be rating this compared to other issues from this era. Not, you know, I'm not stacking it up against like modern comics. Um, but I'll, I'll give it a 6.5. I quite enjoyed it, but there was, you know, there was nothing really special about it. Like, as much as, as neat as the creative use of powers were, that was standard for the time. So... Mm-hmm. I gave it a I'll give it a seven. Similar reasons, but I just I possibly liked it a little bit. Yeah. And shortness always helps. Like it was Shortness does help, but I, I don't think it needed much longer. Yeah. Or that would have got fussy, but I you know, obviously they we could have seen him use the ring more, we could have seen Hal use the ring more. Um but I, yeah, I think it told the story pretty well in the time yeah. it had. And, and it, uh, I yeah. enjoyed it. It's the first one of these I've ever read, so... Okay. It's it's wordy, but it doesn't feel wordy because it's... No, it doesn't. Everything they're saying is, like, relevant. So, yeah. Well, you know, I'm just going to check. This might be Last Sons of Krypton's shortest episode yet. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> it, it was a short issue. There's not, yeah, it not is that much issue. to talk about. Um, again, and there's not much news and everything. No, yeah. uh, look, Green Lantern Superman team-ups are fun. Uh, we did an episode of the Neil Gaiman Green Lantern Superman team-up, uh, Superman Famously Goes to Hell. I suggest... Our listeners, check that issue out, because it's good. I want to, yeah. Yeah, and good. listen to our episode on it. I'll put a link in the show notes, because uh, that, that was a fun team-up. And there's, you know, if anyone knows any good Green Lantern Superman team-ups, feel free to send them on. I know I've read a few, so... Yeah, I'd be interested. So. Yeah, well, 
our next episode is well, our next planned episode is somewhere in June, July. We're going to have Robert back, and we're going to be covering uh, the feature of the German Expressionist trilogy of the wow. DC Elseworlds. So, Superman, Metropolis, Batman, Nosferatu, and Wonder Woman. Uh, Blue Amazon, I want to say. Uh, they're, they're based on a bunch of German Expressionist films, so we'll be talking about those a little bit too. Probably more than one episode. I'm really looking forward nice. to that. And uh, until then, next episode, I'm trying to get something sorted. So I'll put up a thread when I know. Cool. And I'll, you know, might, might do a Superman and Lois episode at some point. I'm hoping to do the commentary with Ray, but I don't know if he'll have watched it in time. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. And uh, thanks again, Rebecca, for coming on. No problem. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, I just did a DCAU podcast on Wonder Woman. Uh, I can't remember what Bloodlines? Bloodlines, yes. Yeah. It's funny because I haven't so... even seen it. So <laughs> <laughs> That should be out it's very uh... soon. And uh, check out, I was on there recently for Batman Hush, if you want me. Yes. For some Batman That's talk. Good episode. You know, go, go check that out as well. And uh, hopefully next week I'll have an Iron Fist episode up for all yes. you uh, Iron Fist fans out there. And yeah, until next time, you know, just... Uh, uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> just don't really know. Uh, make uh, sure, make sure you're at work on time. It doesn't matter yeah. what else is happening. You just gotta get to work. You know, be a so, good worker. Yeah. Like clock. All right. Bye. Bye. Superman and all other characters in these comics are properties of DC. Any images or music we use are properties of their respective copyright holders. We are doing this for fun and not making money off it, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at lskpodcast at gmail.com and find us on our Libsyn, lskpodcast.libsyn.com. Our Twitter, at lskpodcast. Our Facebook page, Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. And last but not least, thank you everyone for listening.